Hey friend, welcome to this episode of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Steph Gass. Nice to meet you. If we haven't officially met yet, I want to invite you over to my sisterhood and my community. Where I hang out is mainly Instagram and the stories. If you want to laugh like really hard, I would definitely check that out. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. And then secondly, I send out weekly love letters to all of you through my email list. So you can get on the email list in many different ways. But my favorite is going to stephaniegass.com slash quizzes, plural, and taking a quiz. They're super fun and it gets you on the list so that you don't miss out on all of the amazing podcasts when they drop, when they air, all of my deals and promos, and sometimes flash sales. This episode today is a face-off episode. dun da dun And I'm going to talk about why sometimes audio is better when you're creating your content and putting all of that into the world and why sometimes video is better, pros and cons of each and when to use them and how do you know which one is right for you. So we're digging into face-off today, audio versus video. This is gonna be great. And before we do, I wanna read you the review of the week. This is a five-star review left by Kimmy BL. She speaks to me, motivational, encouraging, and insightful. This is the podcast you need if you want to grow your business in alignment with God's will. Thank you, Kimmy. I appreciate you, sis, and I am so thankful for each and every one of you. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. You guys, today is the last day, officially last chance for you to get your hands on Podcast Pro University, which is my best-selling podcasting course for aspiring and beginning podcasters who want to go pro, who want to create a business and monetize a podcasting platform. You can save $100 through today only. And the reason for that is this was the celebration of our one-year podcast anniversary. I'm gifting you this very special price so that you can finally leap on that call in your heart to get your message out into the world. I want you to go to podcastprouniversity.com, check out the course, think about it, look at it, pray over it, but not for too long because you literally have only until midnight today, October 10th, to snag this offer. Podcastprouniversity.com and your coupon code at checkout is SAVE100, S-A-V-E-100. And don't forget, as long as you claim this offer by midnight, save 100 bucks. You are added into our membership group for free, full of podcasters just like you, a sisterhood of amazing women who inspire, motivate, empower, encourage, work together, give insight, give feedback. It's the coolest thing ever. And I'm going to be going live over the next three months, helping you guys, answering your questions, engaging with you on getting your shows up and running. Don't wait. This offer is going, going, almost gone. 
All right, so let's talk about this face-off. So often in my community, I get the question, hey, Steph, which one is better, audio or video? And, you know, I really feel like there's, that's a loaded question. Okay, like, let's start there. That is such a loaded question because it's different for everyone, right? Like, different strokes for different folks, Susan. Some people are obsessed with audio, creating audio, listening to audio. Other people love to be on video, and that's how they enjoy showing up in the world. That's how their community enjoys consuming information. So I think we really have to go to a deeper level to answer this question. And it's probably not going to be a clear-cut answer here. But I think you will have a clear-cut answer as to which one will be right for you. So that is my goal with this discussion. So let's first start by talking about the pros of these two different methods of content creation. First, the pros of audio Can we get an amen for sitting behind a microphone, first as the consumer, okay, sitting behind the microphone in our mismatched PJs, braless, braless, my friends, surrounded by too many delicious beverages, water, iced coffee, and LaCroix are three of mine right here, hanging out in my office, my pug is sleeping on the carpet next to me, I am makeup free, and I have my zits uncovered and my eyebrows unplucked and like, I'm so for it. Like maybe this is just me, but I love to not get ready. Is that just me or is that you? Maybe that's just me. I don't know, but I'm like obsessed with just being comfortable. (laughs) So I love that about being a creator. The second pro is that it's not distracting to create this content. You plan out what you're going to say just as you would on video, but you're able to Just talk to the microphone. There's like no pressure. Nobody's listening to you live. Nobody's watching you blink. Nobody's looking at that weird hair growing out of your mole. Like it's just you and the microphone. So I feel that the pressure is so much less, I guess, when I'm doing audio. I also have this peace of mind knowing that I can always edit something out when I do audio. So those for me are big pros of creating and using audio as my platform. Okay. Now, in contrast to that, let's talk about the cons. Let's do this first so that we stay with audio and then we'll transition over to video. So the cons of audio as a recorder, in my opinion, are there's more work. There's more back-end work. Okay. Because after I'm done recording, you have to edit your files, clean up the audio. Then you've got to batch this out. You've got to plan when it's going to go live, create introductions and all of these things. Like there's just more back-end work that you have to consider. Now, I outsourced that, but I didn't in the beginning. And so I know the level of work it takes to edit your own audio files and to figure all of that out. It was like a whole nother job, like editing my podcast, like shoot me now. This is, I mean, that's a little extreme. Slap me now. This is ridiculous. So that for me is the biggest con Aside from that, um, maybe you could say the tech would be a con initially because you'd be unsure, like, what software do I use? What equipment do I use? That's not really a con. I mean, you guys can get my checklist and have all of my recommended programs and equipment for free, you know, and that's, you've all gotten that link, but it's uh, podcastchecklist.gr8.com. So yeah, that can be a con, but I think anything new can be kind of overwhelming. So in my opinion, that's really the one constraint of producing. 
So let's switch to video production as a creator. The pros of video production are that there's no better conversion rate. Why? Because you are showing up as not just as authentically as your voice is, which is extraordinarily authentic, but also your facial expressions, your the vibration that you have, your energy. And as much as I can bring that on audio, if I want to sell something fast, I know that video is going to do slightly better than audio is for me as far as sales and converting. So that would be a huge pro of video. The second pro of video is there's simply less work. You're going to sit in front of that video, either click go live or click record. You're going to say your piece. And whether you're distracted by yourself or not, whether you mess up or not, that video is done. I've never done any editing. It's very straightforward and you're done. Post it up there and off you go. And whether you use YouTube, Facebook Live, or just posting your videos up directly like to social media, I think the simplicity on the back end is going to be just more seamless. Now, the other pro of video is that not that many people do it. So you really do have this opportunity to stand out against the competitors, if you want to call it that, or rise to the top because people are uncomfortable with video. So just like showing up on Instagram stories, not that many people are doing that, it gives you the opportunity to be seen a lot quicker than blogging, for example, which is extraordinarily saturated. There are a million great writers out there, and many people, many, many, many more people are using blogging than using video as their platform. Now let's switch over to the cons of video. Biggest one for me is extremely distracting. And I think for many of you, the biggest one is fear because you are so vulnerable. You really don't edit. You'd have to start all over. Lord forbid, Lord forbid starting all over a video. Holy smokes. And oh, I just mess up and keep rolling. So I'm like, I don't got time for that. But that, you know, pressure is so much higher, I think. Okay, here's another big one for me. It's getting ready. I don't mind doing like a Instagram story, looking a hot mess. And believe I'm still very fabulous in my hot mess express. But I just, when I want to do like a business video or a webinar, I at least need to like put on some blush, put on my mascara, put the bra back on. And like, it's a lot of effort. Let's just get real. And I also think it's harder to get my point across on video in the most authentic way because I'm distracted. I'm looking at my eyebrows, how they're uneven, like blah, 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 all the things, okay? So the distraction factor. Now, the second for me con of video is the reach is smaller than audio. What do I mean by that? When I was doing Facebook Lives, I had the same 10 people that would watch my lives, okay? Why? Because it's hindered by the algorithm and Facebook or Instagram decides who sees it. So that was always kind of annoying and extremely difficult to scale using video when I was using those platforms, even live. And the other thing was I created a YouTube channel and I thought, okay, this is great. I'll put in all the right SEO and I'm sure that I'll be seen. Well, here we are like five years later. I've had a YouTube channel forever, half a decade. I have 2,000 subscribers, which is nothing to scoff at. It's great, but like, hello, slow as molasses, okay? So video has high close rates, but it has very slow growth rates because who's showing up on video two, three times a week? Like it's just so much effort. Now, in contrast, to take it back to audio, 
If you look at that, your conversion rate is going to be a little bit smaller just because you're not seeing my face right now. If I was to get on this soapbox and like try to sell you something, I'm like, you got to buy this thing. Like, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Like, you need it right now. Like, and I'm so pumped up. And like, you guys are seeing my facial expressions. I talk with my hands. I'm talking with them right now. Like, it's just another level of belief for you as the viewer. But because you're only hearing it in my voice, it takes more of that for you to believe me. You have to hear me talk about something more and with more conviction audibly than it would take you if you saw it once. Does that make sense? So while the conversion may be lower, the growth rate is 10x video in my experience. Now, there are going to be some constraints to this rule based on your market, and we'll talk about that in a second. So here I am podcasting, so YouTube channel for five years, over a little bit over 2,000 subscribers, and I never stopped posting the videos. I still post the videos of my podcasts over there. Like, it's still there. I'm still utilizing SEO. It's just slow as molasses. Now, the podcast, 11 months podcasting as I sit. No, when this airs, it'll have been a year, but as I record, we're at 11 months. And brain explosion, as I sit recording, by the time this airs, we'll be over 60K. Okay, let's use that. 60,000 downloads, 60,000 times the content's been listened to compared to, you know, whatever, 2,000 subscribers. Now, granted, downloads could be obviously the same person, but even if you assume that, cut that in half and say half the people are just duplicates. 30,000, the community exploding to over 100,000 people collectively across all my platforms, the list, my email list, all the places, revenue up over 98%. So why? Why is that happening with audio? Here's why. When you have a podcast, you are able to own the process. There's no algorithm keeping you stuck. And SEO for podcasting is so phenomenal because you can really hone in on those keywords and know that you're going to be part of this micro niche that will show up on the podcast search results. And then here's the beauty. When somebody finds you, they binge listen because they can multitask. YouTube is a different beast. You have to click the video, play the video, skip the ad, kind of watching it, kind of listening to it. It's just a whole like annoying clunky platform compared to podcasting where you click play and it automatically keeps playing until you turn it off. Like if I start click play on somebody's podcast and it's done with that one and it goes to the next one and I'm like, oh, I love her, subscribe. And then every time she has a new show, it pops up. It is working for me saying, somebody loved you, I'm going to work for you. They're subscribed. I'm going to show up every single week and remind them that your show is there. And then here's the biggest thing. It's that my audience is doing. So I think for me, the reason that audio ended up blowing video out of the water, even when it came to making sales, is because I was able to touch tens of thousands more people than I was with my video. Now, while the video closed at a high rate, let's say 30, 40%, seriously, even if podcasts are closing sales at five to 10%, bringing in leads that end up hiring me for coaching or that end up purchasing a course for me, because of tens of thousands of more women, it's a bigger sales platform. Do you guys see that? And also I feel like I want to impact more women. I don't necessarily want to make more money from less women. It's not about the money. It's about the mission. It's about helping them conquer their fear and grow forward and untap their own potential and 
recognize they can make a business out of what they're passionate about. Help them discover what the heck they are passionate about. Like that's the call. And that's the work that I need to do and the ripple I need to create. And so when I used audio for that, that is where she finally heard me. Because what was she doing, y'all? Dishes, listening, driving, listening, working out, listening, laundry, listening. So that's why why audio won for me, okay? So let's talk about which one might be right for you and when to use audio and when to use video. So first of all, which one is right for you? I think that it's important to never close the door on one or the other, but to say, which one do I love? This one will be my priority. And then I will sprinkle in either audio or video here and there as needed. So I really encourage you to ask yourself, how do you want to show up? And how are you most comfortable showing up? Imagine yourself finally stepping out. You've got this idea for this new business. You're so excited about it. Maybe you're making gluten-free donuts today. And you are like, living gluten-free has changed my life. I'm so excited. I'm going to be the gluten-free mama. I'm going to get out there and teach people about how they can eat gluten-free and live better and live more clean. I want to do interviews. I want to give people recipes and resources. And you're fired up. I want you to imagine what you're doing today. (laughs) Probably all the things like I was. And think about what is annoying to you. Ugh, I have to blog today again. Have to create them Pinterest memes. Or are you like, oh my gosh, I am so excited because today I get to blog my favorite recipe. Like think about which pieces that you're already doing do you love. Circle those. Then I want you to think about, and even writing this out will really help you, writing out what are the things you're doing today that you don't want to do. And maybe you say, I've been going live and I hate it. Two people get on, I'm frustrated, but Bob Jones over there told me that I had to go live to be successful. Guys, Bob Jones doesn't know our market. Bye-bye, Bob, okay? So scratch it off. And I want you to look at that piece of paper and say, how could I best get my content out about this gluten-free movement aligned with what I, how I wanna put my message into the world quickly, the most quickly with ease and with the most passion in my voice and in my heart? And imagine yourself sitting behind a screen recording, you're doing video, and for some of you that will make perfect sense because XYZ reason, you need video. And some of you, like maybe this gluten-free mama is going to do live recipes on the air, she needs video, am I right? Because she definitely wants to showcase her recipes, her ingredients, how she's making it, the kitchen, and so video for her is probably going to be her prevailing method of content. And then maybe you're going, ooh. I think I would be faster, more eloquent, more excited. There's no pressure if I used audio. Great. Then I would say podcasting is the right method for you. And you're really going to have to put yourself in that position to think about which one lights you up. Once you have a feel for that, ooh, I think this might be in alignment for me. You then have to think about when is it appropriate to use your preferred method? And then when does it make sense to use the other method? Because I still use video quite often in my business, but I'm going to use it really focused on closing that offer, doing that webinar, Instagram stories, because why? Because video is the conversion point for me. But I want to be as high touch as possible to as many people as possible And audio is the way for me to show up in the world and do that, be consistent, grow the community, build trust, teach, inspire. 
But then when it comes to, hey guys, I have a solution for you to implement, I might use video to actually market or sell that thing, okay? So you want to think about maybe for this gluten-free mama, she needs to use video as her premier platform because she's showcasing a skill and recipes and she wants them to see how she actually creates these gluten-free meals. And then potentially she could use audio for outreach for building community. She could have a podcast with guests on there more about like a gluten-free movement or a gluten-free mindset, right? So I think you can play off of both and know that almost everything you create, you can repurpose. So when I record a podcast, sitting here right now recording with y'all, I could have my video on. I could just post the audio file to YouTube. My podcasting host sends the podcasts over to YouTube for me, it changes it into a video file and posts it automatically. So the answer to this face-off, which one is better, is really up to you. (laughs) Which one is the winner is which one lights you up. Which one's going to make you more money is which one feels better to you, right? And then I ultimately think it's important to use both. And then finally, the last decision maker for you is how is your avatar consuming? If that gluten-free mama that we talked about, her audience is consuming by watching recipe videos, she needs to do video. Even if she's like, ugh, you know, 50-50, I like audio, I like video. Well, if her audience is hanging out on YouTube, she needs to do YouTube. So you also have to consider who your ideal client is. Like, for example, my client is all of you. What are you guys doing right now? What are you doing right over there, Nancy? You. Are you at the gym? Hey, girl. Are you walking your dog? Are you running after your kids? Are you taking a shower listening to this podcast right now? Are you? I do that all the time. Are you cooking dinner? Like, my Lola is busy. (laughs) So once I finally got that, I'm like, oh, Lola is not hanging out on Facebook Lives Lola is listening when she can, and she doesn't want to look at me. She just wants to listen to me. Boom. And then it felt so aligned for me to just be me and not get ready and dressed up and not be distracted with video that audio became the winner. And obviously, feeling into what feels good is always going to result in massive success. So pay attention to where your heart is telling you to show up. There's no right answer here, but I think you can kind of take from this and see where you want to spend the majority of your content creation time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My beautiful friend, I want to pray over you now that you understand that this road is long. It's twisty and curvy and bumpy, and it's going to be hard at times. But I want you to know that you're on this journey on purpose. You are in this exact place on purpose, and it's your responsibility to keep putting one foot in front of the other keep failing forward, keep growing forward until God makes good on that promise that he planted in your heart so long ago. I pray that whatever constraint you feel, the overwhelm, the fear, the frustration, that you pray over that and release it. Every answer you're looking for, it's there. You just need to open your heart to seeing that answer. Every setback that you're facing, the solution is waiting for you on the other side of releasing the how and trusting that God has got your back. He has got the answers and he will make good on all of those promises. I will see you soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Soap, leave a review.
Puppy Peace. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.